our bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank all my patron supporters over at patreon.com slash bsmpod for continuing to support me when I'm doing. It's been a while because this has been, let's see, in my time starting out the full-time dad life and my lovely wife, Jen, working, she is settling into her role. I'm settling into mine. So it's been a long time since we've had a guest on. However, I'm very pleased to have Kite with us today. But let me let me make sure I don't forget the, the special patrons who pledge even more, the senior producers. I'm talking about my mom and dad. Love you all. Thanks for the support, as well as Ventus Official. So thank you all for continuing to tune in. We are keeping up with Melee News, me and Hada. But now Kite joins us, who I don't know a ton about and i try this is a topic of conversation when you listen to certain podcasts it's very apparent that it's scripted and then you listen to others and it's very not scripted i've decided going back and forth between the two i just prefer to get to know you here i am allowed to read tweets on your twitter profile while we're talking but that's kind of what i do now kite thank you so much for joining me how do you feel about um, researching guests before that you have them onto your podcast if you have one? Oh man i wish i had one uh well first off thank you for having me on uh i mean you have had some top players on you've had some great content creators on and i'm just some smasher from you know northeast pa um but for me personally with the researching i mean it it helps right i mean you know kind of what to ask where what direction to go in so i think it helps so here's something that i like to tell people is that everybody almost everybody is interesting to me if you if you like melee you just become a much more interesting person to me and i love having on big guests because it gives me the street cred but i do dearly love having people on who are either far away from the scene because they were involved a long time ago and I was able to somehow get a hold of them and say, do you want to talk about that good old melee one more time? The general showing up to the soldier who's done it all, but then tries to retire kind of a thing. And then talk to the very current content creators. It's fun to have people on like Walt, who I will go out of my way to shout out and say congratulations for becoming the head media person, head of media for all of North American Beast Coast operations. So it's BC turned down for Walt, no more chair. Congratulations to Walt. When I get to have people like that on, it's cool, but I equally enjoy, if not more so, having people on like you because first of all, here's something that catches my eye is these the 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 legends of Smash. I remember one of the cool things that happened in 2020. There was some not cool things, but one of the cool things to come out of that was Germa, if I'm j- n- it was just germ. 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 Yeah, the link player from from California. Yes, who did all the artwork with all these cool look at these look yes. at these look yes. at this cool arting. And when I interviewed Jay Bobison, who's in my region, uh, that was the first thing that caught my eye when I found his Twitter profile. You know what I mean? These are great illustrations. So it's yeah. germ, just germ. Reverso, yeah. right. Sorry, Germ, for getting it wrong. Germa is the one who fiction was very excited to stand next to after winning the smash boxing yep. event all right now that i've gotten that out of the way it's cool to have you on i want to ask you about your origin story although maybe i should ask you about the artwork first since we're talking about it what made you say i want to have this done of me you know you had to reach out to germ pay for it and everything but what was the reasoning behind doing it first off i just wanted a new profile picture because i never just have one on hand um but the fact that he was 
I mean, this is a player who I remember watching back in 07, 08, when DBR was putting out stuff. Um, so, again, whatever I paid for, it wasn't that much, but anything to help at that point. And, I mean, it's something for the Smash community, and he himself is just a legend. So the fact that I was able to even say, hey, can you do this for me? And he was willing to. That's amazing. So it's like DBR, you're pulling up some really deep cut references, which I love hearing about. So were you of the right age bracket, that being you love video games and then Melee came out? Do you remember when Melee came out? I do. Not only do I remember when Melee came out, I remember when Smash uh, Smash 64 came out. Um, it all starts with Smash 64. So let's talk about Smash 64 then, because I love Smash 64. I I, I brought a Smash Remix set up to one of our one of our events recently. Super duper fun. Everyone's going, "What game are you playing? This is Crystal Melee." I'm like, "No, this is this is OG. This is OG Smash." But they put in all these characters and stages, and I got some people to play, and they all did not like it because you can't fast fall while you do an aerial. But that's too bad. Nope. No, I I still have not played that yet. Um, but I am such a fan of that game. Like it's still my second favorite after Melee. Um, and just happened. Like I still remember like the commercial on TV and how <laughs> I fell in love with like again. It's Mario, Yoshi, Pikachu, and DK on TV. And like, why would you not want to play that? <laughs> exactly. And I was not old enough to remember either 64 coming out or Melee. I was born in 95, so in 99 I was 4 years old. I didn't I didn't know. I had no clue. Yeah. But we were always a generation behind for consoles. So when I was in 2005, I was 10 and YouTube was just about to turn around the corner. And that's when I started watching stuff online. I did not grow up with the download stuff and watch it era. I was just a few years away from that. I really started watching things online almost exactly at the same time as YouTube coming out and at the end of 2005 going into 2006. So I'm just playing Smash 64 even still. At, at that time i knew yep. what melee was because all my cool friends or cousins had melee yep. and, and i had it. and i didn't but i loved playing smash 64 because i think i think i noticed even in the first game that i ever played of melee it was on the 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 Brent Star depth stage. I was playing as Bowser because I always loved playing as Bowser in Mario Kart 64. So I noticed, wow, this game's really fast. And then I would go back to 64 and I would go, this is, this is more of my speed. Now I've come to fall in love with the speed of Melee since yep. then. But when I was a kid, I thought, I, I can't really process what's happening right now. No, it, I didn't even know, again, my getting into 64 at that age was completely also by accident like again at that age i don't have the money to buy it um so what happened was um after it came out we were at the store and it was my brother's birthday and he was picking out a game and he was very close to picking out mario, mario party and oh. i had to convince him to get smash 64 for his birthday present so i could play it <laughs> um, so if we brought it home played it we had one controller um, but we, I absolutely fell in love with it. I was so happy you got that instead of Mario Party. That would have been tough. That's a tough turnaround. Or like, that is your butterfly moment right there. Yeah. Yeah. Not another thing with it is when we played, and this was before I knew anything about competitive Smash 
I always, anytime we played, we'd always went out to a friend's house and he would have spare controllers and we'd play three on, you know, one on one on one. And one of the things I like to do was let's do, I called it hand to hand back then. And I'm like, let's not use items. Let's go to whatever the flattest stage is with no hazards and, you know, just fight like that. And we didn't have item, I didn't have item select on, uh, that uh that option yet because you had to unlock it so anytime an item fell we just try and not use it but even back then i wanted to do something competitive and not had no clue that there was a scene for it at some point in the future yeah so i'm thinking about the fact that you know item list is not something you actually get to do right off the bat when you open the game you actually do have to play i think it's 50 matches to unlock it decent bit and if you're not paying attention you don't you know it um, you know it shows up and then he's like you forget about it yes so this is kites just like me for real for real so when you go into when you go into melee this is probably a little wise down the road you are now starting to become familiar with the internet as well at the same time i assume when you're playing melee and you go wow feels like this is crazy and super cool compared to 64 because it's tough not to look at melee at a certain point and go, this is objectively better than smash 64. At what point do you start turning the corner on that though? Because like I said, for me, that that did not happen right away. I had to play melee a couple more times, several more times until we finally, I finally figured out a character I liked playing as. I did not like playing as Bowser after all. I liked playing as Spaceys. I liked playing on Temple. You know, let's go down to the Cave of Life. No items on though. And that's when I realized this is this is the game to play now. I can't play 64 as much anymore. What was it like for you in that transition? So it's funny because we went from 64 to melee again my brother ended up getting melee for his birthday or christmas gift again and <laughs> what are you getting we, for your birthday I, I don't remember i think i got luigi's mansion when it first came out and that was it um but we had it and from the sometime in the year it came out to about 2004 maybe we had the GameCube, we had Melee, we were just playing. I had no clue about a competitive scene. My GameCube breaks in 2004. This is a point where if what happens next doesn't happen, I may never have gone into the Melee community. 2006 rolls around and my buddy gets gifted a GameCube. And one of the games is Melee. And yes. he knows I love it, so he has me come over. So at some point during the summer of 2006, he says, hey... I have a friend who goes to tournaments and I had no clue there was a tournament scene for, you know, I, I didn't know about MLG. I didn't know about anything. So he introduced me to a friend who ended up later becoming a, uh, one of my best friends. Um, and he came over and beat my ass in, in melee. The first baptizing of the melee. So this was 2006. Yep. That was such a great year to stumble upon competitive melee because that was when I'd stumbled upon competitive melee as well. Trying to look up melee videos, I found that Advanced How to Play by Walk and then and one of the recommended videos is PC Chris versus Ken at MLG New York. That's still to this day one of my favorite sets. Yes. Um, yes. One, so so the first the first video he ever my buddy shows me is 
just a video of two people who play Marth and Falco. It's it's not P, it's not PC PC Chris and Ken, but it's two people with the same names as the two friends of his. He's like, yeah, this is them playing, and we later found out it wasn't them playing. <laughs> it just had to be two other people playing the same characters and with the same name. Um, but he ended up introducing me to another friend, and from there I just got super into it. PC Chris is the reason I even started to play Falco and then later on switch to Fox. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. We are fun. Like I played Falco on GCC almost exclusively before getting a box the around a year ago now. And now I just play Fox on, cause I was like this, this character was built. The box was built for this character. So oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to play as Fox and, and not as Falco. And I discovered up smash. I discovered shine. It's been super fun, even if I'm not really good at the game. But PC Chris still lives in the back of my brain somewhere. When you watch some of Always. some of his later sets versus Mewtwo King, I don't want to say zero three, but there's some kind of a New York event where they where they met head to head. Great set on YouTube somewhere. And the but but the one that always sticks with me the most is I think everything about that MLG New York 2006 for even even someone who lives in this day and age right now where you could show them all kinds of melee if you show a new person that set of pc cursors can they would understand so many things because husband and wife in particular in that in the commentary for the grand finals yep. do such a great job of telling you why this matters, what's going on when something cool happens and you can hear the crowd and then they cut between each game they cut yep. to the players and you kind of get a sense of oh wow okay so this is this is starting to become a thing this this upset city and everybody's freaking out around them and i think there are there are sets that do that that are more modern you know think of being thinking about the big house nine or even the big house 10 with amsa versus mango but you could still so show excuse me show somebody that pc chris versus ken and I think it would really get them into, uh, would get them peaked. They would understand what's going on. And that's the biggest challenge when you show a new person melee is uh, <laughs> I have to explain everything to this yeah. person. And mm -hmm. the commentators don't always think new people watching, new people watching. We're not supposed to think that way anymore yeah. if we're melee people. We're just supposed to say, if you're watching melee, chances are you know what's, you know what's up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it specifically game three on dreamland is the one i always go back to watching yes. um yes uh, i just find myself randomly going back it it it's so nostalgic for me to look back on old videos um the mlg bach videos were just on a constant loop like before i ever went to my first tournament just because i wanted to you know the experience of being at a tournament and not being able to go yet his videos were so impactful that, you know, I would download just the music from those videos to, you know, listen on the way somewhere. Okay, so it sounded like, though, that you got to tournaments much faster than me. It was not until June of 2021, after the pandemic, right. when I went to my first IRL Smash event. That was when it finally happened for me. But for you, when was that for you? Do you remember? It was May, oh God, it's, I want to say middle of May, and it was 2007. So less than a year later after finding out, I went to my first tournament. And the funny part is, it's not, it wasn't even really supposed to be a tournament. Um, 
we went up to again for for the leading up to that my buddy was always telling me where they used to go for tournaments and it was up in scranton called um pgp that gaming place um and it was just you know had computers lining the wall tv crt you know whatever they, they had a halo room um and so we at 16 trying to convince my mom hey can i go up to scranton for an overnight lock-in essentially you know in the middle of scranton it, it was tough but i ended up able to go it ended up being a free tournament uh that night uh for melee and it was random doubles so i don't even get to team with the people who i'm you know <laughs> still new to this game i'm teaming with someone brent you know i don't even know end up winning doubles <laughs> first tournament end up winning i still have the they the prize was a um uh an ati uh like uh figurine for the old graphics cards and i still have that to this day up in my closet oh uh, that's awesome i did not win the first tournament i went to i shouldn't have because it gave me high hopes for every every tournament that followed and, <laughs> How many I, tournaments I have I, you won since since uh, the tournament at <laughs> at that gaming place? Not that many. I've won a handful uh, in singles and doubles, but not not that many. Not as many as I wanted to. So because when you come back from that event, you're going, well, this is it. Then I'm just going to be I'm going to be playing and beating Pizza Chris and Ken in no time. I'm, I'm a prodigy. This is it. I'm going to be winning MLG. I'm going to be winning whatever. This is it. Because yeah. you just hear you hear it like. Two years ago, not known at all, and look at here—he is already going up against the best in the world. This is so exciting, and you go, "It's just—I could be there." And yes. then you know, reality is a little tough. It's a little cruel. You know, when Brawl came out in early 2008, it was March of 2008. Everybody says it came out in 2007, and they would be wrong because it was supposed to come out in 2007, but it was delayed until January 31st, 2008 for Japan, and March 3rd, 2008 for yeah. North America. I was following the release of that game very closely because I thought, well, this is just going to be like melee except all the yep. way better and everything but i was you still in, in the in the casual level because i'm seeing all this competitive melee and i'm going all right cool uh, I'm, I'm too young i'm too i just can't uh, i can't go to these events because my parents won't let me kind of i didn't even ask i just assumed no and i'm a more of an introverted person i know we're talking now and i'm excited to talk to you so my introvertism is uh taking a back seat right now but you get what i'm saying when i was a kid i didn't want to even get onto smash boards for crying out loud so let, I'm... Me, let me just say when i was younger this is coming from someone who had probably one good friend in his life who was the quiet shy kid in school to just numerous smash friends now and the one who's screaming at the top of his lungs at a smash tournament i mean melee has done so much for me so it's like i i understand where you're coming from that's a beautiful thing that's awesome did you have you you were able to get that 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 friend in right like it would have been so cool to just be introduced to someone who says yeah i go to tournaments and this is where they are and i'm in i'm in lancaster pa so a little bit further down south yeah. you probably know lancaster being as amish country so that's that's where that's where we are so it, it's not exactly a hotbed of competitive gaming talent anyway if people play video games they're playing just dance or they're yep. playing halo or call of duty and when i mentioned melee i'm like melee it does have a competitive scene they go oh yeah and i go yeah but i um 
I don't really know what that is. It's, I just know it's not here. Nobody ever took me to the thing, but it was all due for a reason. The reason being my first tournament in 2021 was I went 0-2 and I didn't really have that great of a time, but I, I got the event and it's led to many amazing events since then, like going to the Big House 10 and going to Genesis 9. So that's for me. Let's go back to 2008. So this is when Brawl comes out. So just take me through what's life like now for you post high school or getting close to it by now, I imagine. And Brawl comes out and people are saying, well, let's just play Brawl. And you go, what? or are you are you as excited to play Brawl as they are? So still in high school, I don't I don't graduate until 2010 at that point. Uh-huh. Um, but again, I since melee, I you know I ended up meeting a bunch of friends through my one you know the first friend who got the GameCube and the my friend Lazy who ended up essentially training. Like back in the day, it was always like you meet him and it's like oh he's going to be like he trains you like he's the one who's going to be like uh, you meet that one Smash player in your neighborhood and it's like. He he knows what to do. He was the one who you know taught me how to play essentially at a, a competitive level. Um, and when Brawl came out, we you know as every other melee you know player was, we were all hyped for the game. We were all you know I remember watching the uh, the trailer over and over because I mean look at how look how nice it looked. And then he went out one day, bought a Wii and Brawl in the same day. We brought it back. It's like oh, I'm gonna main Sonic. He's gonna main Snake. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun at some point, and it never again. I can have fun with Brawl. It just it wasn't for me. The only really redeeming thing is after a few years, they just kind of had little advanced techniques in that game, and thankfully, ledge hogging was still a thing. I thought I was going to flip out when I saw that edge hogging was no longer a thing, starting in Smash Four and on. Talk about killing the atmosphere of a of a platform fighter right. where the ledge is now free that huh, that's one of the reasons why i have a hard time playing ultimate and we will talk about ultimate a little bit because we play with our with, with our respective uh, offspring but mm-hmm. oh, the, the the fact i just i love ledge play so much in 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 brawl and in melee and in 64 they have their own little unique isms oh and and p plus as well i'm sure we'll get to that in just a minute but Brawl was tough because I made the observation, hmm, there's tripping and the air dodges. I know I don't really like air wave dashing because, you know, <laughs> I didn't really like practicing super competitive techniques. I just worked on L cancel and short hop laser with Falco. And that was about it. I, I, I just was like, ah, this is not going to be good for competitive play after playing it for a couple of months. And sure, there was a competitive scene around Brawl, but that's where the the Dark Age begins because there are people saying, well, we're not going to just go back to Melee and they move on with their lives because they're getting to the point where they go, well, I guess I should probably move on to other things. But then there are a little teeny group of people, small at the time, but lived on and said, let's just keep playing melee and who cares if i'm 20 now or if i'm 25 or if i'm 30 i'll just keep playing melee so for you what was that like when you realized okay this is not this is not the move are we going back to melee or did you do did you do other games because that's kind of how it went for me i was like i'm still not going to a tournament because melee is probably dead now (laughs) so i'm just gonna play other games i love playing legend of zelda like what was it like for you we 
so again we tried brawl it just wasn't for us um we uh tgp the, that game in place still did i think another few tournaments up in up in scranton and they did brawl and they did melee um so which was nice so i mean we still were able to attend something um during that time i also like got slightly into counter-strike i got into halo a bit the other you know the other major esport type fps's that were out starcraft was huge um but no we just we kind of just stuck with melee like we kept you know we kept the gamecube on we just kept playing um it slowed down obviously like again we kept up with revival of melee happened revival of melee 2 happened not not too long after that so again if anything else life and school got in the way but melee was always there for us when we got back home were you on the internet waves as Evo starts to ramp up and the fundraiser begins, or did you get back onto the horse after you saw the documentary that came out later that year, or any of the big tournaments that were starting to become more of a thing, like Apex, the big house, all so, that stuff? Um, Ape, I was on. I was paying attention to the whole thing when when the Evo fundraiser happened. I was, you know, I again, like many players, I donated. I watched the the Spirit Bomb live stream and all that. Um, Apex 2013 was my first major. Again, I started in 2006. Technically, you know, so many years later, I finally end up getting to a major and actually experience the whole you know, sleep on someone's floor that you don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it, again, it, and then end up going 0-2 in pools. I ended up playing uh, West Balls, and he just just beat me up. Mm. Uh, uh, but, no, we... I remember keeping up with uh, as many tournaments as I could. Again, when Genesis happened, there was no live stream. There was no, you know, YouTube stuff was up a week or so later. I remember being at my other friend's house, looking at you know on his computer, you know, re uh, refreshing Smashboards, trying to get updates. Um, but uh, I again, I tried to keep up with it as much as I could up, you know, every year. Were you part of the top eight experience at Apex 2013? Because that was the I need a longer dash, top eight. Uh. Yeah. I was there for top eight. Yes, I, was, I remember being there for top eight. Um, I didn't. I stayed for melee. I didn't. I didn't watch uh, Mewtwo King lose in brawl. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. There's no um, need. But uh, I'm just. I'm seeing here. This is. I've watched the new Samox documentary, the um, the meta game documentary, yep. and I I did like this sequence because Doctor PP just saying, you know what. I need a longer dash. That's the reason to switch to Marth is so funny to me. And then just kind of like. Um, just feeling silly about playing uh, Grand Finals. And the whole time that you're watching this sequence in the documentary, you just see Armada laser focusing in. Yeah. He's not having any fun whatsoever. He's nope. just focusing P on winning. PBMD yep. is waving to the crowd in between stocks. I remember that. I was, uh, again, I it was my first major event. I was, I was definitely watching Top 8. I watched the USA versus World Crew Battle. Um, I don't know if you remember the hacks and Leffen beef that was happening back then, but that was a major uh, part of the crew battle. Um, it was such a fun event uh, for me. I like, even, like I ended up getting a parking ticket, and I still had like the best time of my life. 
<laughs> so that would be like since that was your first major you still remember that well enough to say that's like that's like the sort of another another moment where you go no matter what part of the tournament that happens it seemed to be having a good time because like you said if you get a parking ticket you go yeah i don't care because apex was also close enough you were able to drive to it i assume and and drive with somebody or did you just go go by yourself to stay in houses you didn't know that whole thing so so funny enough um not too i would say maybe less than a year earlier um i had posted on smashboards we had a local card shop um i say hey i'm gonna be at so-and-so if anyone wants to come out and play melee and i never looked at it after i posted it i just ended up going and hanging out with two other friends who were there for other for you know for i think wow tcg and i just had my setup and someone comes over and said hey are you kite from smashboards and i said yeah and i didn't i didn't know who it was and, you know, he sat down in the place, like, oh, cool, can we play some matches? And we're playing. And uh, he brings up TGP at uh, yeah, TGP at some point. I'm like, how the hell does this guy know about TGP? And why is he so good? <laughs> and um, I end up learning, you know, shortly after, like, who are you? And he's like, uh, oh, I go by a Triad Prodigy. And he used to be a, a relatively well-known PA Falco back in the, oh, like, 05, 06 days. Who... Again, my friends told me about. I had no clue. And he responded to me on Smashboards, and I didn't realize he responded. Um, so we became friends. And I played with him for quite some time. We teamed at a tournament. We went to a couple. Um, and he introduced me to another friend of his uh, who goes by Coolin. Um, and me, him, and Prodigy all go to Apex together. We stay at some uh, Rutgers uh, student smasher house. Uh, uh apartment and you know ever since then we've been been friends and you know i was able to experience a you know uh a major with someone who's you know we used to go to mlg back in the day and used to know pc chris and it was just i got to experience a full smash smash experience and that sounded like a great tournament to be able to do that because then you get a few years more down the line, Apex 2015. Anybody who I've talked to who attended said, trash event because of how poorly it was stitched back together after falling apart. And, you know, you, you do the best you can getting a venue overnight. That's crazy. So shout out to Scar and Twitch, I guess. And cool. Uh, I think it was Red, but, Red Bull and a whole bunch of, yeah, a whole bunch of other people. But like... It sounded like it sounds like the way that you're talking about it for your from your point of view, Apex 2013, great event to go to, great first major to go to. How many majors did you sit? Would you say off the top of your head, have you been to since? Like, have you been to 10 plus, 20 plus, 30 plus? Unfortunately, I think I've been less than 10, and like it's really like I've always wanted to travel to go to Pound. I've always wanted to go to Genesis Big House. It's just either I didn't have the money or. I couldn't find like you know my group of friends just wasn't into traveling that far um and that also kept me from going to events like i hate i didn't like traveling alone at that point like, i liked having someone in the car with me absolutely um, so that kind of like deterred me from probably attending more than i wanted to um uh major wise i've been i went to apex 13 14 15 16 uh i went to zenith 2016 i think it was um and i went to royal flush 
were the major ones. Ooh, you were at Royal Flush. What a I tournament at, to travel all the way out to for that. Can we talk about that? Please. Uh, before we do, I want to say I enjoyed, again, the whole... Everything that happened with Apex 2015. Overall, watching the, that happen first person and seeing the community come together was absolutely amazing. Um, cause we had showed, we had showed up. I had already played my first round pools. Um, and then they, you know, they kicked us out. This is the weekend of my birthday and everything. Like I can't wait to have a fun three day weekend playing smash and they kick us out and we end up waiting at one of, one of the guys who went with us, his brother's house, his apartment. And we're waiting. And was like, do we just go home? And I said, give it a little bit more he's like well can we go home like you know two hours later can we go home now i'm like i trust that they're gonna figure this out like i don't i don't doubt they can knock it like there's no way they're not getting then you know we end up finding a new venue a few you know well, i think it was like two hours hour and a half away i find a better hotel room for us all and i end up having what i thought was a very fun weekend so it was a little rocky there during the transition to the new venue, but otherwise you were, yeah. you had an anime moment basically because yeah. you're like, I think they're, they will figure this out. I I fully believe them. I'm like, just give them a little longer, and they did. And I was very proud to see in the uh, the scene come together for that. Especially all the all the tos. You know, I love tos. Okay, like but <laughs> but sometimes I wonder. What does it take to see all of them come together in the same room and work together so beautifully again? That's that's an that's an Avengers that's level moment. It's like, it's like a, a super team up. I, I know right. that I know that Sheridan and and Juggle Guy get along splendidly and that kind of thing. But uh, if we all these super TOs could work together, uh, not on a one big event, but. I do, I do, I do know. Like for for myself, the temptation is is very great to look around you and realize, you know, mostly we're all doing this for the love of the game and for pride yeah. because we are not getting money. So pride's basically the only thing you have left to hang your hat on in yeah. your competitive spirit. So for a TO, it's not always being competitive about throwing the quote unquote best event. That's not always the TOs the T is like the, like the main drive behind running an event, but there are people, I mean, like Aiden has talked about this before. Aiden said, has said before, I wanted to run the best smash events. That was a big motivator for me and doing it with, with like meddling resources that seemed to set his back on fire even more. Um, what I can, it was, it was incredible just watching all these, you know, these minds come together who all love this game and community and fix such a dumpster fire that was going on. Uh, you know, like they made it work. They ran a three day tournament in two days. They moved an entire tournament just an over an hour away to a completely, completely different venue. And I'm like, regardless if you, if you thought the event wasn't great, I mean, you have to give it to the people who, you know, did so much to at least make it work. And even still at this point, I would hear about things like, you know, a roof collapsing in or whatever, whatever, but I was pretty about as far away from competitive melee. I didn't watch anything live as you could get, but it was after 
after getting married for some reason starting to have children i just still go but i like i had already gotten rid of a lot of my video games at this point to my greatest regret nintendo wii's are expensive right now but i'm 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 you know i I did do that i did and gave my gamecube to my brother so thankfully (laughs) at least that's still around but I'm just being pulled in by different things and I'll go, okay, cool. And I'll try to leave because I'm going, well, I'm married and everything. I should really not do it. Not get into more of this, of this melee stuff. It's not, it's not for adults, but my heart kept pulling me, but you're, you're in the sauce of this. So if you were going to big events, even in 2016, you're, you're, you're six years removed from high school. So did you go to college and that kind of thing? I didn't. I went, uh, I was pretty much just working uh started working like a year after took a break all uh took about took about a year break before i was able to find anything um ended up working with my friend lazy and so again we would go to work come home play melee go to work come home play melee nice Uh, it was a nice setup for a while well why'd you stop uh ended up moving out uh ended up moving home later got into a relationship ended up getting a different job and then once you get into a relationship, it's if they don't know the scene, if they don't, if they don't already attend and know tournaments, it's like, well, it's kind of hard to, you know, leave them and go do, hey, I'm going to go play video games for a few hours and probably lose money. <laughs> well, you know, being in a relationship is also a financially risky conquest. Yes. But yes, yes, no, I know what you're saying. Jen cares so she cares so little she's the she is the the moon to my son of you know the this is this is how i feel about melee this is how she feels about melee. Uh, i love there are one or two videos that i try to do with her in a year or so i like do at least one video a year where i set her down and like we're going to talk about melee stuff and record it the last one that we did was very fun to do and i loved how much you could see that she hated doing that and i'm just having a blast and she's like dunking on me and it's super fun so yes i know exactly what you mean if the person that you're in a relationship with cares nothing about melee you will not be able to really get them into melee unless somehow there's like a crossover thing but melee players one thing i'll say about us we're kind of just in that niche i think melee players are the most likely of the bunch in my mind that stick to the game there's a fair percentage of people who play other games that also play melee but there's a dangerous amount of melee players who don't really play any other games i'd be one of them i don't really play any other video games or computer games anymore maybe the occasional bubble trouble i i keep coming back to that because it tickles my nostalgia but i don't i couldn't be really bothered to play other games and have a good time i'm just thinking to myself you know what? No, I want to play Melee, and that's kind of what happens. Oh, oh, and Smash 64, I will say that. But that's almost even worse, so you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. When you, when you get to the pandemic, by now you have lived a Melee lifetime, because I think... I think it's fair to say that people will spend three or so years just getting deeper and deeper into the game and into the community. They'll start doing things. They'll start running events, maybe. They might try their hand at contenting, streaming. And then another three years will go by and things start to die down or the momentum stalls or they don't realize, sorry, 
they realize they will not be the best player in the world or even the best player in their house if you're living with other smashers and that you it gets it gets to you and you go what am i doing with my life and so you have stuck around so i'm interested in hearing in how the sticking around happens and i think some another crossover thing sorry not crossover another another crossroads event that happens so we talked about brawl coming out and how that forced a lot of people to make a decision either play a really old game old or just start doing other things in life or play newer games and people did the did what they decided to do but now with the pandemic coming in in 2020 that forced a lot of people to go you know what i travel a lot to go to melee events and for what or i do this that and the third i think now that i can't do melee in person with people anymore i think i'm just gonna calls it calls it quits and so for you what was it like going into the first couple of months of the pandemic having to deal with everything not just the fact that oh i guess i won't be going to melee events for a while so both luckily and not so lucky for me uh so in 2018 is when my daughter was born um and in 2018 is when I had decided to try to try to attend my final melee tournament uh, down in Lehigh. Um, I was like, well, you know, I'm gonna have a baby. I'm not gonna be able to attend that much, and you know, might as well just try and go to one one more. Let me see all, all the friends I made and whatnot, and play, you know, one last nice round of melee. So I did that. Uh, had a great time and I was like, hey, that's it. I quit. You don't, you know, I'm not going to play melee anymore. Um, and then I think in 2019, I went to one local, uh, back down in Lehigh hosted by battery who you had on the podcast not too long ago. Let's go. And, um, you know, I went, I went to one, it was nice to see everybody again, but that was the only one of the year I went to. And then I think 2012 when the pandemic happened, it was like, well, you know, now what? You know, I think Slippy came out not too long after, so I was able to at least get melee in and play it. And but the overall t- uh, tournament urge to you know try and win, try and you know try and get better, kind of slowly died in 2018 for me. Um, every so often after I see Mango play, I'll I wanna I wanna get back in there and try again. But for the most part, the 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 want to be a top player has slowly dwindled. What do you think you would say winning a tournament in 2023 when they have you go onto the stream to talk to the commentators or just the one, you know, the other one takes off their headset and gives it to you. And now it's time for you to declare anything you want to declare after winning this big event, whatever it may be. Maybe it's that pound event that you never got to go to, which will not be running this year. So shout outs to VGBC, I guess. Oh man, what would I say? I don't... If I won a melee event, I I truly don't know what I would even say. I'd probably say thank you. I mean, this scene has done so much. I mean, where I am now, like number the number of friends I ha- I have have all been made, whether they want to agree with it or not, because of melee. Even if they don't play melee, I met one person through melee, and then he introduced me to someone else who played melee, and maybe they introduced me to someone who happened to not play melee. But every every one of my close friends it's because of this game and you know where i am in life is because of this game because i don't know where i would be otherwise so probably just thank you to the overall just scene 
after doing all that hard work and and then yeah. going through the effort of being like if it's a big event you'd be baiting somebody like hungry box or kadoran or or moki what if you what if you beat moki in grand finals and everyone would be excited but you would get up from your seat and you'd look at the crowd and you'd go oh they're upset <laughs> they hate me i'm like sorry maybe you should have played better I, <laughs> I, I can't say that i, I would i would get double four stocked by him oh um, of course no absolutely that would be me as well again i don't I, I honestly don't know what would happen in that situation i dream again i've dreamed of the situation of of making the mango losers run and winning a tournament and some you know I, even for locals and you know these these mini majors but i am very content with playing my pools going you know oh and three oh and two whatever and then just sitting in in the stands watching uh yeah i think i'm very content with where i've been in my melee career being more on the sidelines and then going to the every now and again event is that what you're able to do nowadays yeah yes um yeah i plan to i want to try and go like a few every year if i can um i went to i think two last year uh down in lehigh um again it's the closest for me for melee um and I plan on going. You had a uh, your Gene on not too long ago, and he's mm-hmm. hosting a uh, a melee event uh, April eighth in 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 Lehigh at some brewery. That yes, Lost Tavern, I believe it is. I'm looking yeah, at it right now. Yep, Short Hops. I'm uh, I'm very excited for that. But again, I'm I want again. I would love to go to another major. I would love to just attend and hang out and whatnot. But you know. Uh, I have to see what happens. Well, see, the thing is, this whole this whole carpooling thing. I'm trying to make it known in my region that I'm a big big carpooling person. I'm hoping to go back to the big house this year. We drove up last time. It was me, M. Pale, aka George, and and Heather. Um, they're they're the uh, long term partners boyfriend girlfriend you know what i don't really care about the label part i just know they've been in a relationship for a long time so they they love each other you get it so went up with heather and george up to the big house in the in the cars packed with crts and setups because george's is, is uh it has just like 20 of them <laughs> at his place so cool and i said can i have one can i buy one and he said no he said tough breaks you got to get one yourself other yeah, you other places one. <laughs> but George will help me will help me with it if I say can you help me put like the the slippy stuff into this so I don't have to have a Wii remote in order to select melee every time he would help me do that but he wouldn't sell me one of the setups that I he had, has uh, I had a, I had a Wii and you also had again you had God touch on not too long ago and I gave him a Wii and I said I need you to hack this so I don't need a Wii remote and I can just play melee <laughs> and I still have that Wii and I still use it every so often <laughs> Let's go, God Touch. That's awesome. Like they're, they're, they'll they'll help they'll help you out, but they also say, hey, look, you gotta make an effort here. You gotta show up and 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 do something. And it used to scare me, kite. It used to scare me when I thought about the prospect of having to do a lot of things to get to a point where I wanted to be, because I'm the kind of person. I described I described this to my lovely wife Jen as we've been watching Abbott Elementary, which is a show you can watch on Hulu if you so desire. But the two main characters that are supposed to fall in love in a Jim Pam style, you know, they're 
co-workers and they like each other but there's other things going on in their life right now and i'm saying to jen they're like trees they 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 just will not they will they just stay put and it's very annoying and these other characters who are are kind of more like the breeze coming through and swaying the trees those those are the people that are snap them up and be in relationships with other people when you know no you two need to be together it's unfortunate so that's kind of me i would i would say well i'm safe here in my in my little my little zone but in order to be in the zone that i want to be in that is playing melee looking around me seeing everybody having a good time and being degenerate takes effort to do so that's why when i broke through that barrier in 2021 and had been able to go to events since then it's been great because now i feel that fear and that uncomfortableness that i used to have not as if it's totally disappeared because now i have to be careful with communicating to jen hey like six months from now i want to do this tournament on this day or this weekend i will fly on this day i'll fly back on that on that day and this is what the trip is going to be like this is where i'm going to be going to this is the people i'm going to be i have to like lay this all out for, so that she understands and also she kind of gets the idea okay you you're you're not doing this haphazardly because you know funds aren't like 100 percent always readily available to go out yeah. to like the big house or san jose to go to genesis 9 but, uh, you know, shouts out to the Patreon for making that happen. But you get what I'm saying. I have to be very upfront and like, this is this is going to happen. So the next event, the other than the locals for me, is there's a monthly down in Baltimore called M-Series. The last one that they had showed Junebug placing second uh, with Junebug's Donkey Kong. An all Donkey Kong bracket beat polish's peach <laughs> and, i see i didn't hear about that and forced polish to switch to fox and then junebug beat polish's fox and losers <laughs> so I funny still, it, i god this this past year again have just been we've seen dk's pop out of nowhere recently um and i know everybody was talking about uh jay mook you know winning genesis with a solo chic but i feel like everyone forgot that we just had a yoshi win two majors you know this this year uh, in 22 and i mean again melee's not dying anytime soon it's not like, it's, it's still changing um and it's just i can i can see these dk seeing these rant Doc, Dr. Mario's is, you know, coming out randomly with Mario. Well, maybe not Mango's doc, but other <laughs> doc players coming out. Not good enough to beat, not good enough to beat Taj. Again, at, at, again, at Genesis, Genesis, all those years sweet. later, Taj beats Mango in winners again. What is happening? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was, um, this was my first like Illuminati thing. I call it Illuminati. It's not that, it's not that big of a deal. I, one of the cool things that happened at Genesis nine specifically is I was, I was, you know how, uh, have you seen, have you seen, um, mean girls like, um, Rachel, it's been a long time. McAdams, McAdams and Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Yep. So she pulls up in the car, says, get in loser. We're going shopping. Yeah. That happens to me. Wheat, uh, of melee stats. Give me that wheat. Wheat says to me, all right, we're going to watch the Eagles game. I was like, yes. And he he's like, all right, follow me. And like then then there's Blur, and then there's Aaron who helps run <laughs> Riptide. And I go, okay, cool word. So I mean, I'm beating Blur, and we're gonna watch an Eagles game yeah. together. Okay, cool. 
that uh, that that happens. And I brought this up specifically to talk about uh, talk about what to talk about to talk about the fact that it happened. No, there was something I was trying to tie these thoughts together about Melee not dying and about Mango. Yes, when Mango lost to Taj, Doc Lee, the Mario versus yeah. Taj's Mewtwo. I'm seeing um I'm seeing Blur just like do this. He's he's like big of hand palms and he goes, you know what? We should get him over here and just get him drunk. That's probably what he'd want to do anyway. Find a bar, go get drunk, watch the Eagles. It didn't end up happening, but I thought to myself, that would be a wild turnaround from where I was a couple of years ago, where I I had known about Mango for a long, long time. And I met I've met Mango before as like Oh, you're in my pool. It's nice to meet you. I'm a fan. It's cool that you're here. Good luck in the bracket. But I was like, am I about to watch my favorite football team, the Eagles, with people who I really like? Well, Wheat in particular. Wheat is my guy. But then is Mango about to show up? And that's that's something that's that's part of the reason why that's part of the reason why even though something fun like a Dr. Mario versus Mewtwo match can happen in Super Smash Bros. Melee, a game made in 2001, but then you're watching an Eagles game and very possibly meeting that person. All these kind of things happen just because you show up in San Jose, right? That that That's the kind of yep. thing that I'm getting at, that the reason why Melee doesn't have a chance at even dying, despite BTS... You see, you heard about the Beyond the Summit news, uh, like everybody else, and uh, the the big thing is, of course, that there's not going to be these cool events anymore, and that you are most likely losing that big stream that kind of everybody knows and follows on Twitch. That's a big deal, but yet somehow I have no no doubts about how Melee will do because I just know it's going to happen anyway. You were talking about how beautiful it is to see the melee community come together to save apex 2015. That moment for me was seeing the melee community come together after the big house online got shut down by Nintendo and five days of melee happened. I didn't help with five days of melee, but I was close enough to it seeing the work that people like Walt and JDMH and then others et cetera, putting in for that event. Oh, and Matt Dobbs, Zeb, excuse me. Shouts out to Matt Dobbs, Zeb. Yep. It was, it was like, I just, that was when I became fully convinced that nothing will ever happen to the community or to melee that would make it go into the darkness and only have yep. five people in the world who actively play on slippy. Even, even right now there are, hundreds and hundreds of melee players just itching to get into ranked and to get their get their sets in for the day and then all these big tournaments still being big and and smash con being announced a couple of days after bts's announcement of shutting down it's tough to see the ones that treat us well go but somehow we still have gommel collision battle bc smash con and, oh, and major upset. See, there you go. Five events all happening before the end of August that are going to be super cool and fun to watch. Um, yeah, no. Beyond the Summit did so much for the scene. Um, and I, I hope they truly know just, you know, what they meant to the Smash scene as a whole, Ultimate and Melee. Um, but I think, again, we it's sad to see them go, but 
something else is going to come along. There's no way. Again, we we went from MLG to not having like any major circuit. We got Revival of Melee. We had Genesis. We had Apex. We had that like the mini circuit leading up to Apex. We had Evo back. We had you know we had all this. Something else is going to pop up. When what we don't know, but I have full faith that we're going to get something. Whether Ludwig steps in and you know just throws money at the scene again. Um, but uh, I do believe you know again the Invitational was just so fun because you had just top players. You know it was just it was the best of the best. Uh, you you know you essentially a day three, but every day you watch the event. Um, but uh, I fully believe that something else is going to pop up. Just again, we don't know when. I mean, uh, there's the, not that Golden Guardians did it perfectly with their they had they had the gauntlet a month ago or so yeah. and that involved getting even lot out from pa to fly out yeah. to los angeles for the weekend and then do a show match and that was it and you could golden guardians i'm just saying that would be cool to see in a, in a in a summit format now of course it does take a lot and it's not just the players it's also the 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 couch commentary the mafia games the mm -hmm dropping a crt from the second floor or the third uh, floor whatever it is and then my favorite the skits i love the, the skits. skits absolutely absolutely that takes a uh, lot a lot of work and a lot of a lot of people to make that all yep. go off without a hitch but shout outs to bts now and forever and always i mean oh and that facility oh it looked so cool i wish i could have gone i thought every time since I've been podcasting. I look at that thousand dollar VIP and I go, I can't do it, but I want to so bad. Now I almost wish that I went into crippling debt and me and my wife and kids thrown onto the street, but I got to see Mega win Summit. I don't know. It's tough. Hindsight's 2020. Yes. No. Uh, the, the Mango winning Summit, um, Mewtwo King winning Summit may... Mewtwo King and Mango were my two favorite summits of them winning. Um, just again, Mewtwo King was always... You always want to see him do well. I think, you know, I personally always thought, you know, when Mewtwo King's on, he was probably the best player. But watching those those happen, I remember just, God, I want to get back into Melee. I just want to keep playing. You know, I want to play this game forever. Yes, when you watch somebody do really well, it just makes you go, oh, I want to, yeah. Yeah. I rather play that good melee too. Yeah. I love that. Those are the um, those are the real ones as well. You are among them, kite. Where you go, see cool melee, and then you try to then you just try to make that for 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 yourself. You just feel it running through your veins. So when you and your uh, when your little one play, you're playing mostly ultimate. Now is it because her favorite character is not in melee, or because ultimate's just easier to pull up? Uh, we play both. I mean, to be fair, I think, I mean, we play, we played ultimate a few times. Um, there's just so many different characters in that game, but she knows Pikachu. She knows Mario. She knows the Yoshi. So again, those are the ones she'll mainly play, but, uh, she, I don't think she cares which game is which she just likes to have fun. I play ultimate mostly with Ellie and Ezra because Ellie that's to me the new the, the the one on the big tv is fun because we have a a flat screen 
And it is it is bigger than just about any CRT probably. Well, no, yeah. it is bigger than any CRT ever. I did manage to snag a big CRT, but it's tough. It's a nice TV and Ultimate's big and flashy. And they have not just Princess Peach, but also Daisy and Rosalina and Luma and Zelda. Well, Zelda is also in Melee, but okay. So let me name one more character in a dress because I think I'm missing one. Uh, Palantina? Right, Palatina. Yeah, Palatina. She likes playing as Palatina as well. Yep, that's 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 it for 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 that. But when I get them when I when I get them to play melee and we go to temple and something cool happens and they smile, just it does warm my heart. Yeah. Just hopefully we'll be able to make more of that happen. Just like drip it in. Maybe I'll show them a set at some point when they're old enough to hear curse words and then and then they'll they'll care nothing about it whatsoever because it's dad's thing that's probably what's going to happen i am trying yeah. to steal myself but also i hope i hope they like it she it's fine i've had uh you know majors on you know all the smart tvs have twitch now on like on the app so i put you know i'll put melee on the big screen tv watching like it's a football game and she comes and just sits down and watches it and it's like that's the game you play like it, it's it, it's so I don't know what the right word it makes me feel so old seeing her being four years old watching the game that I played back you know when it first came out you know there's there's something special about that absolutely when I when I put some of these big events on my the 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 the, the TV in the living room Ellie just basically goes okay who's who and i'm picking that one because of the color that they're wearing or if yeah. there's a peach on the screen she's automatically like nope i want the peach player to win that one every yep. time every time and when it's laud most of the time she's very happy because laud wins a lot of sets that he plays yeah he is a very good peach okay so last thing is what would you say to uh, to to if there's a I mean I say I say if I really hope there is a big house but because I see no announcement I cannot assume that there will be automatically a big house so I will cross my fingers but would you go up to the big house if we carpooled would you do that kite? Uh man I would absolutely love to carpool to big house that's I, again it's always been one of those guys just get in a car and just go to a tournament you know again. Going back to the MLG Bach, you, you know, those videos, it's, you see husband and wife and Bach is in the backseat and they're just carpooling all the way to some random tournament. I'm like, I miss those days. Like, let me just, you know, drive as far as possible and play Melee. It's not that bad of a drive from Lancaster, although I'm pretty sure where you are in Northern PA, it'd be better to see if you can carpool with some New York people, but I think a lot of those New York people fly on an airplane. Mm-mm-mm. Probably- a little bit smarter, but again, the the driving is is an experience in itself. That's exactly right. Yes, we had many a conversation that awkwardly trailed off, and then we all just stayed quiet for twenty minutes while the music played, and then somebody would go, "Oh, look at that!" and then we'd talk about schools or something for yeah. you know about fifteen minutes, trail off awkwardly. And I'm I'm saying this in a in a derivative way, but I was actually having a good time. <laughs> If you're in the car with the right people, it's a great time. I went to a Penn State tournament with people from up in Scranton who I knew. And it went from talking about Melee to talking about pop punk bands to having Disney tunes being played on the radio. It just happens so quickly. That's awesome. Shouts out to Penn State. I need to. I want to. But also need to. 
but also Pittsburgh. So I'm hoping, okay, I also want to go to the short hops tournament. So how about that? Let's just meet there in person and then go from there. April 8th, short hops. Not only will there be sick melee in Philadelphia proper, because this is the, sorry, the um, no John's three is in Philadelphia proper, but I should be shouting out no John's three because that's going to be a nice little regional there. It's not going to be as big as Creed three, perhaps, or maybe it will be. But the point is, is that, no John's three is in Philly proper. This one's in Hellertown. That lost tavern for short hops that Gene Dahl is putting on will be releasing beer cans that melee artists, or at least melee adjacent artists, have designed the artwork for. New yep. beers being dropped. So I don't drink, but I'm buying one just to I'm, like have it. I'm I'll, picking them up. Yep. I'll dump I'm it out and then I'll keep it. <laughs> yeah, I fully plan to buy a four pack if I can. <laughs> So let's 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 start with that. Okay, April eighth, short hops in Hellertown. So you could just you could just find it by doing that. Oh, and check out the trailer on at Gene Dollar on Twitter. Super fun. All right, I think I'm about done on my side. Was there anything that you wanted to get to? We didn't get to, to talk about absolutely everything in melee, but I no. feel like we covered enough things that in the span of an hour we've got we've gotten to do a lot kite and i've been very happy but what about you is there anything that you wanted to talk about before we wrap up here oh i'm trying to think i you wanted to talk about royal flush before but we can always save that for another another time if you want to have me on well well i love hearing that when people say they want to come back now and i know they had at least a somewhat enjoyable time but that is tempting though because i did want to hear about royal flush yeah, yeah, I gotta hear it now. We'll have you back on anyway, because okay. there's 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 always so much more melee to be talked about and played and talked about and played. Of course. Um, oh god! So I went to Royal Flush with Battery uh, and two other LV players, uh, Scry and Josh. Um, again, I I went to Atlantic City. I think some odd months prior to it for another tournament. I don't care for the city, but again, the overall venue was <laughs> nice. Again, it was a nice venue. Um, it was, I personally think, very well done. Um, I I would think I went one and two in pools. I think I've only ever made it out of pools at any type of mini major once. Um, I remember watching Mango lose and being, I think, like near the front row and watching his losers run and being in person for a mango's loser loser run is probably one of the best melee experiences you're going to get um <laughs> the overall tournament i think went went, went great for me personally. just having fun i've had three like two or three different people come up to me and ask if i remembered them i'm like that's a top player thing don't <laughs> like you know you're up to a top player and like do you remember me from the last tournament um but I had like two people come up and we, I remember playing so many different people, some, you know, seeing so many different friends from over the years. Um, but uh, I was really hoping for Royal Flush to happen again. And then it didn't. And then I got really sad. Um, I think I ended up having Mango sign a t-shirt I won. And I was like, this is the only person, like this is the only time I'm ever going to have someone sign a t-shirt. Um, Cause I have such a weird mindset with the uh, top players and signing stuff. Um, but overall, the overall tournament experience was absolutely amazing. 
So cool. Front row for a mango run. I have not I have not witnessed the mango run myself. I went to pound in 2022 and that was my first major. So I thought, you know what? I will let myself ask people if they want to take pictures and and everything else because I can't stand the idea of doing that on a normal basis because what? I mean, I, I want to eventually, if not play these people, I want to interview these people and I yeah. don't want to be... I'm already such a scrub by asking people for podcast interviews. I can't, I can't also be the guy who asks for pictures or signatures on stuff. So I let myself fanboy for one tournament. I had to work really hard to get Josh Mann to cooperate because he was just talking so much, Yeah. but it was also funny. And I was like, you know what? This is fair. I am asking for, <laughs> I have been, I have been asking for pictures for with Josh man for, for two minutes and he just keeps on going off on the different tangents. And I go, so the, the picture, the, I hate the having to ask you again, but the picture uh, it was fun. It was fun. And then the, I realized after all of this happened and Josh man tells me you should take a picture with Bundan. He's like an up and coming streamer. He's going to be really good one day, man. And so I, I take a picture with his friend Bundan who I do follow on Twitter and is a super cool person but uh, after all of this I was so done I was like I don't want to talk to anybody anymore I hate this I hate that I <laughs> made myself do this just to get a yeah. stupid picture the whole time none was just standing right there and I see him and I just go pass and I walk away like I don't say yeah. a word to him because I'm just like nope I'm no I don't want I don't want to deal with this anymore can't do it yeah, I don't know if I've ever went up and asked for a picture. Again, man, it was the only person I ever wanted. You know, I had signed something. It was just in the moment because of how, again, a loser's run into Grand Finals reset versus Armada, which is never going to happen again. Game 15. Uh, yeah, that's it's, uh, it's a rarity. It was, it was truly a special moment. You weren't. You were not recorded forever, at the very least. You know that person at the end of the Big House Four in the metagame documentary who said, "Oh, I won so much money," and Mega says, "How much did you win?" Like, yeah, like almost twenty bucks. <laughs> Literally verbatim. Yeah, almost like twenty bucks. <laughs> I know inflation is a thing, but yeah, that's a meager sum in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, not wait wait like almost he said like almost almost like almost, <laughs> almost enough to put gas in my tank uh, uh. yes so it's cool to hear about about royal flush because when you go back and watch those three sets versus you know mango versus armada it felt like in a lot of ways it felt like peak melee and i know that you know whenever marmada is losing to mango there's a certain chink in the armor that mango's found inexplicably or maybe it's the fact that armada traveled all the way from sweden and is on jet jet lag maybe it's the the controller who even knows because yep. i'm saying that because i remember armada dropping out of a tournament or two because he didn't have the quote-unquote right controller to play but what i'm getting at is that even still, if Armada is being beaten by Mango in a tournament and people could say, oh, well, Armada wasn't playing that well, it's still peak melee. So like when you watch Zayn versus Mango at Smash Summit 11, you watch those grand finals and you say, okay, well, Zayn could have been playing so much better. I mean, yeah, maybe true, but like he has to play perfect against yeah. Mango. 
on the losers run and that's that's what it takes to 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 win these tournaments that's what it takes to be like a top 10 forever player that kind of thing which zane will be of course i'm not saying that he's not a top 10 forever player he's won several majors by now so you know only like 12 people can say that in melee's entire history which is also a crazy thing we've been around for 20 years and there's not that many people who's won multiple majors that's crazy that's yep. crazy yep. like our, our like hungry box mango and armada and i guess a little bit of um not even ppmd and mewtwo king have won that many majors compared to like hungry has won like more than 30 and armada won yep. 20 plus and mango's won 20 plus it's crazy There's still time. I mean, we're going to see, again, we've seen people show up. In, like, IBDW just went on a rampage the past few years. Zane went on a rampage. Like, it's ever-changing. I think the 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 fascinating part is Mango and HBox are still top five, you know, top five players in the world. And it's just... Seeing new faces show up in the top ten and then, you know, still seeing two old faces just remain there like unable to be moved it, it's just something special so who do you think is going to be if because you would have to pick someone who's not a top five player right now and i guess you could technically say jmook because he was at number six in the most recent melee top 100 list but what would you say is a who would you say excuse me is a lock for top five player moving forward who has not previously been top five not previously oh boy you you can't you can't say jmook because he's not technically top five right now i mean it, he's the obvious answer right like he's <laughs> it would have to be him like there's no way like something would have to happen where he just doesn't win anything this year for him to just drop off that list um it would have to be jmook and he's been so fun to watch. He's been at like seeing uh, his chic compared to how you know we used to have Mewtwo Kings and we had Plups and uh, we had Shroomed and just watching his chic do so so play so differently and play his style of melee. Because um, I mean today with most spaces it's the same spacey. It, like I, I play spaces but like I have such a bias against them. Like it's. it's no one's different. Like no one's original with spaces anymore. It seems like there's a handful. There's a, I mean, there's a handful. Like you know, you have the top players who have their own style, but all the, all the, uh, the newer crowd, it's just triple shine, hack stashes, and all that. And there's nothing special about it. But Jmook's Sheik, it makes you want to switch from any other character just to play Sheik. <laughs> Yes, I certainly have, like, when I have to play on a GCC and if I don't have my box on me, I play Sheik. Well, partially because I just can't play. I can't play Falco or Fox on GCC yeah. anymore. It's, it's too much. But when I think of, a, like, an amazing player combined with technicality and then style, I thought that Spark was going to be that Sheik in 2000... Sorry, in 2020 yeah. and in 2021... I was like, yeah, Sparks gonna be like the like this up and coming player who can then start to start to place top four or maybe even take a tournament with this Sheik because this Sheik is really really good. But when I first saw Jmook, it was at an online online nightclub in in like the first or second week of in January of 2021, and he like is in losers to start top eight and 
just absolutely destroys Ginger, which I felt bad about because Ginger seems to be the player to have people destroy him so that everybody talks about, wow, who's this new player? <laughs> uh, poor Ginger. But that was like a, a revelation to me. And then there were one or two other online events that JMook entered in 2021. And I was so mad because... I was like, JMook, enter more stuff. So when he entered Genesis 8 and finished second, I was like, I told y'all, I told y'all. Now, most of the Melee people do who JMook was because they also saw these online events like I did. But yeah, this, 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 this Sheik, JMook's, is somehow even flashier most of the time and more technical and savvy and then consistent on tech chasing than 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 anybody than anybody else and the style comes through so much that when you watch when you watch him it does feel like you're watching a new character and that's probably the biggest compliment that you could give any professional melee player where you say i'm not watching uh chic necessarily i'm watching like this new character somehow yeah yeah I, the things he was doing just were absolutely insane and again it makes you want to want to play that character um and i really hope he stays or you know he stays around in that that top five top three space you know i because i think he's going to make it i think you know 2023 i think he's easily going to be ranked top three um but I'm excited to see how you know how he plays and how he you know how he does. And I'm excited to see maybe the the Mango Marth after he retires. He was talking about it on the Yard podcast. He's like, maybe I'll just play Marth, and they they all got excited because who wouldn't want to see Mango Marth in 2027 or whatever? <laughs> the switch, the switch would be fun again. He went from Puff to Spaces. Now I would love to see the Mango Marth. Mango Marth uh, looked really good back in the back in the day. Let's see for me. If I was going to pick another player to, to rise up and keep leveling up, it's only because I saw Two Saint place top eight at Genesis, but I would also throw Kadoran in because I think there are certainly players like Kadoran Ginger who played Melee for a really long time and it just took a while, but it finally clicked and they broke into a level where they're competing with top players and even beating top players. I know that Kadoran for a long time just had to keep running into a brick wall to to figure things out and yes probably forward smashes maybe more than he ought to but that resonates with me because i up smash with fox more than i ought to because it's such a good move so like you 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 could say whatever you like but it's a good move so would you really be wrong by using it just a little bit too much you might not be wrong you might just be right as in used to use it three times in a row and sometimes it would just work so maybe you should use it more. <laughs> uh, no one can use Marth Ford Smash more than Azin. <laughs> no, this is very true. <laughs> Going back and watching Azin sense is so funny just for that reason alone. Like, we're going to open up with Ford Smash. Yep, there it is. Dash dance a little bit. Wave dash back. Ford Smash. All right, okay. there it is. He's not going to expect the forward smash one more time. <laughs> Azin, you have grab. Grab. <laughs> nope, Ford Smash. <laughs> okay. it... I'm trying to think if there's any play... I am, I have always been a huge Hacks fan. Um, so I would like to see him get back to that top five uh, uh, play that he used. I mean, again, he was top five. I think he was top five 2013. I think it was around that time. Um, so I'm happy to see him playing, you know, going to some events lately after everything that happened. 
Um, so I would personally love to see him get back up there. It would take, I guess, hmm, because then they what, eventually. Here's here's what I'm. This is a actually more of a predictable prediction than I am making it out to be. I think it really just does take someone winning a big tournament with a box to then finally have everybody say, let's nerf it. See, <laughs> I keep hearing so many people say how broken it is, but no one's won a major with it yet. Exactly. That's, exactly. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if it was so good, everybody would, be, would probably, if anyone would be doing it, it would probably be hacks right now winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's winning. I mean, he got close at, what was it, pound, uh, oh God, what was it, pound five, pound six, when he, uh, he beat, uh, Nintendo, uh, and then he had to play Mango, I think. Yeah, it's it tough. Yeah, because, uh, Mango definitely I, had Hax's number back in the day, for sure. Yeah. I, even, I, he may not even have the box back then. But again, no one's winning with it yet. So I have no issue. If, if the box means more people can play Melee, then I'm all for it. I'm all for not spending uh, $300 on a GCC controller. Sorry, I said controller twice. Oops. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just like consistency. And when I play the box, I feel the most consistent on it as compared to a GameCube controller. So it's not so much handheld for me. I will be honest. It is mostly just about the consistency of it. But... I don't care if it gets nerfed. I just know in my heart it will only be nerfed when somebody actually wins a tournament with it. Then we'll start nerfing it. But for the time being, you know, we get distracted by other things. There's a lot of melee news day to day and week to week. It's crazy. And we're all kind of looking over at the ultimate community. They're all trying to ban Steve and just like, (laughs) so that that's this life is life is very distracting. If you are a melee enthusiast, so we won't get to actually banning the controller until somebody wins a tournament. And yeah, between pip squeak I think Zuppy plays on the box and also hacks. And let's see, there's another box player here that I wanted to give a shout out to. I'm not remembering. I'm not thinking of. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> um, Gatsu uses a Smashbox. I feel bad saying that I don't think Gatsu's going to. But like Zuppy's really good and hacks is really good and Pipsqueak, they're all really good. So I think one of those three would win a big tournament sooner than Gatsu, but uh, that feels so mean saying that. I, I haven't kept up with Gatsu. Is he still using Falcon with the box or did he switch? I think it's still Falcon with the, with the, with the box. Yeah. I'd have to watch that. I'm, I, again, I've always enjoyed his Falcon. I've always been a fan of Falcon. Let's see. I don't think that none or well, Wizrobe had in 2019, Wizrobe would have been ranked top five, I bet. So that's someone who's technically been top five before, but Wizrobe, but uh, health issues, that is the sad part of it. But you know, Salt, uh, she won the BEMI event this past weekend, the Black Empowerment Melee Invitational. So Salt, I mean, uh, and everybody who's played against Salt says afterwards, yeah, Salt is going to be a, a great player in a few years. Um, so if Salt can win that event over people like Two Saint, Billy Bo Peep, and... Who was the other? There was somebody else who finished pretty high on the. Uh, well, I just named the top four, so there you go. If if Salt can win that kind of a bracket, Salt can probably win other mid-sized brackets, and then you just have to start getting top player wins. Yeah. And we were both talking about Jmook getting that first tournament at Genesis Nine. 
JMook's probably going to win three events, three more events this year. I bet I'll, I'll I'll say that if I can't pick a outside of the top five to be a top five player, I will at least say guaranteed JMook's winning three more events this year, and I'm saying that hopefully where he doesn't have to play Hunger Box all three times. Yeah, those will be uh, some long matches, but again. <sighs> I, I'm gonna say he's winning at least four four majors this year. I think he's gonna essentially do what Zane did when he first showed up and started just winning. Uh, dang, dang! I, I, believe, I believe in Jay Mook. I thought I was pushing the envelope with three. I, I believe I put four. Woo! That's awesome. Let's go. Well, we'll find out that the not this weekend that we're in right now, but the uh, this upcoming weekend, I believe Jay Mook is going to be going to Collision. I guess I should find that out for sure, but. Collision is actually going to be hopefully really, really good for the the tri-state melee because it's in New Jersey. But I'm really hopeful that it pops off and does well because this is probably our newest major level tournament other than other than the event that's happening out in Oregon, major upset. That's more of an ultimate event, but they do have lots and lots of melee players showing up at that event. So let me look at the melee singles. They have the seedings published because I follow Anchor. Shouts out to Anchor on uh, running this tournament along with Ryobeat. Anyway, anyway, let's see. This grand finals. Okay, great. So show me the projected. Yep, there's JMook. JMook is supposed to... What? Hold on, hold on. Jmook is supposed to lose to Cody? That's not right. All right, they have Cody as the number one seed for that tournament. That's why. That's. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Look, 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 Kite, you know this as well as I do. What happens when you put Cody into a tournament in, in the New York area? He doesn't win. All right, it that's like that's it. all I'm saying. Am I wrong? Like I'm sorry. Am I wrong? He doesn't win. He doesn't win events like um like um like uh, uh I need to remember these names uh, snippy snappy because I can picture it. The function two lost to uh, lost to Moki at least I think or Ginger somebody somebody else won the function two and then and then the. I don't think did Cody even compete at Redemption Rumble. Okay, so, so you see what you see what I'm getting at? These events that are near New York. Oh, and Apex yeah. didn't win Apex either, um, no. but may not have a, even been at Apex 2022. I think, I, think a, I think a certain Yoshi won Apex, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. You would be very not mistaken. So that's wild to me that Cody's supposed to win over Amsa which actually is fair because Cody has Amsa's number, but yes. beating JMook. JMook tore the tore the crap out of Cody at that Golden Gauntlet thing last month. I know that Cody can turn that around and beat be JMook, but yeah. if you and I are going to be right about this whole JMook winning a lot of stuff, JMook's got to win Collision. It, it, start, it, it starts here. <laughs> it starts here. That's exactly I think, right. I think we potentially see a JMook Amza Grand Finals. Yeah, then that would be so cool to see. That'd also, be Leffen being here, you never know. You don't know what Leffen you'll get. You but, but if Leffen shows up, then Leffen could just win the whole thing as well. Because Leffen wins events that he's not supposed to. That's always how it works. And then we start saying Leffen's going to be the number one player in the world. And, and he and he finishes, uh, you know, it. like at 17th place, like he did at... um at big house 10 i was so excited to see him in top eight at big house 10 
doesn't even place top eight. Oh, heartbreaking. Okay, but look at that. There's so many cool players here. You got Hungrybox, Zane, Moki, Amsa, Lef and Jamu, Kadorn, and Cody. And that's just on the winner's side. And losers, you got Crudo, Slug. Wait, Slug? Oh, Slug retired. And then Magi, Axe, Ginger, Laud, Toussaint, Aklo. This, this, this is going to no be really fun. No one ever truly retires from Melee. No, you're right. You are right. You take, you take a break and then you come back at some other point. <laughs> Yes, and I'm hoping Slug messaged uh, the 717 Melee Discord. I hope that we can get Slug out to one of our... We have, like, this monthly called The Garage, and it's big, big, like, um, like homey energy vibes. You know, there's free food and that kind of thing. But sh sh it's the, you know, the best-kept secret in the nation. Of course. We have the we have the best house fest. We have a stream and everything. Shouts out to Clavicle, who runs that. All right. All right, now I think I'm done. There, there are, there's always more melee to be talked about. Kite, I'd love to have you back on sometime. Please tell the people where they can find you, shout-outs that you have, any last thoughts, and let's get this wrapped up. Oh, God, if I did shout-outs, I'd be here all day. Um, so you can find me at SSBM Kite on Twitter. Um, quick shout-outs. I'll do the NEPA guys, uh, LV guys, Easton guys, and then, uh, God, Lazy Gohan, Santino, Cool, and... Uh, go on again these are all friends who have pushed me you know to be a better player and just so many good memories with this scene any last thoughts or are you all set i think i'm all set uh thank you so much for having me on uh truly like i really had fun here and i mean what you're what you are doing with the podcast is amazing um i love again i love seeing the top players i love seeing the content creators and i love seeing the you know, me, who's just unknown. So thank you. Let's get you just a little bit more known. Uh, hmm. Although the one thing I do need to go, I need to go back to Verd, who is a photographer in the UK, and say, did did, did anybody from North America buy the, the photo album that you were putting out for sale? Because I feel like the answer is going to be no. But I should ask Verd anyway. It was super cool to have you on. Thank you for the kind words. You were amazing. So I kind of feel like if if you uh, come on for one or two more episodes, there's just like there's like there's like there's a lane for you to maybe do something every once in a blue moon for yourself. Something that you can make and say, "Boom, I did that." Because I think I think you got the right voice for it. Very very captivating to listen to. So thank you for joining me and for everybody who's tuning in. I didn't have any Patreon questions, but that's only because I forgot to ask them. But shouts out to the patrons again. Shouts out to all the listeners and viewers. Uh, I, I talked a little bit about this in the open, and I want to say it again, that it's been a big adjustment going from working, I'm the breadwinner of the house, to being the person who stays at home with the kids instead. That's what Jen, my lovely wife Jen, had been doing before, and now she's the one who's breadwinning. She's going to work full time. She comes back home, and I'm like, yeah, dinner's ready. I did shopping today, or I did cleaning today. The kids are in good spirits because I've been doing my best to take care of them, routine, all that kind of stuff. And it is a challenge, but also very rewarding at the same time. I love being with my kids. So this past month of not doing nearly as much stuff mostly had to do with adjusting, but I'm hoping now moving forward that I can be as excited and 
consistent as I was in leading up to being laid off from work back in December. Also, just for my own sake, to say it out loud to the universe, you don't have to say anything about it if you don't want to kite, but I was 200, I was at 200 pounds when I got laid off. Now I'm weighing in at about about 170. I lost, I've lost 30 pounds since December and I'm really happy about that. So... Well hoping done. hoping to continue to lose just a little bit more and then maybe build back up with some muscle because I didn't just lose fat. <laughs> I lost a lot of muscle as well. So I'm trying to get in shape. I'm trying to connect more with my kids. And obviously I get to do that, but also take my health more seriously. So I'm happy about doing all that. But for the lovely viewers and listeners, I'm also very excited to continue to bring more Melee podcasting to you because I do take pride in that as well. So happy to get back onto all the horses and keep this thing going.